Chapter 7 of Tom Swift and His Wireless Message. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sean Rethmeyer. Tom Swift and His Wireless Message by Victor Appleton. Chapter 7 Making Some Changes. Well, what do you think of it asked mr fenwick again as tom walked all about the electric airship still without speaking it's big certainly remarked the lad bless my shoehorn i should say it was burst out mr damon it's larger than your red cloud tom but will it go that's what i want to know insisted the inventor do you think it will fly tom i haven't dared to try it yet though a small model which i've made floated in the air for some time but it wouldn't move except as the wind blew it it would be hard to say without a careful examination whether the large one will fly or not answered tom then give it a careful examination suggested mr fenwick i will pay you well for your time and trouble oh if i can help a fellow inventor and insist in making a new model of airship fly i'm only too glad to do it without pay retorted tom quickly i didn't come here for that suppose we go in the cabin and look at the motor that's the most important point if your airship is to navigate there was certainly plenty of machinery in the cabin of the whizzer most of it was electrical for on that power mr fenwick intended to depend to sail through space there was a new type of gasoline engine small but very powerful and this served to operate a dynamo in turn the dynamo operated an electrical motor as mr fenwick had an idea that better and more uniform power could be obtained in this way than from a gasoline motor directly one advantage which tom noticed at once was that the whizzer had a large electric storage battery this was intended to operate the electric motor in case of a break to the main machinery and it seemed a good idea there were various other apparatuses machines and appliances the nature of which tom could not readily gather from a mere casual view well what's your opinion now that you have seen the motor asked mr fenwick anxiously i'd have to see it in operation said tom and you shall right after dinner declared the inventor i'd like to start it now and hear what you have to say but i'm not so selfish as that i know you must be hungry after your trip from shopton as they say aeroplaning gives one an appetite <laughs> i don't know whether it's that or not answered tom with a laugh but i'm certainly hungry then we'll postpone the trial until after dinner it must be ready by this time i think said mr fenwick as he led the way back to the house it was magnificently furnished for the inventor was a man of wealth and only took up aeroplaning as a fad an excellent dinner was served and then the three returned once more to the shed where the whizzer was kept shall i start the motor in here asked mr fenwick when he had summoned several of the mechanics whom he employed to aid himself and the young inventor it would be better if we could take it outside suggested tom yet a crowd is sure to gather and i don't like to work in a mob of people oh we can easily get around that said mr fenwick i have two openings in my aeroplaning shed we can take the whizzer out the rear door into the field enclosed by a high fence that is where i made my trials and the crowd couldn't get in though some boys did find knot-holes and use them but i don't mind that the only thing that bothers me is that i can't make the whizzer go up and if it won't go up it certainly won't sail that's my difficulty and i hope you can remedy it tom swift i'll do the best i can but let's get the airship outside this was soon accomplished 
and in the open lot tom made a thorough and careful examination of the mechanism the motor was started and the propellers for there were two whirled around at rapid speeds tom made some tests and calculations at which he was an expert and applied the brake test to see how much horsepower the motor would deliver i think there is one trouble that we will have to get over he finally said to mr fenwick what is that the motor is not quite powerful enough because of the way in which you have it geared up i think by changing some of the cogs and getting rid of the offset shaft also by increasing the number of revolutions and perhaps by using a new style of carburetor we can get more speed and power then we'll do it cried mr fenwick with enthusiasm i knew i hadn't gotten everything just right do you think it will work after that well remarked tom hesitantly i think the alignment of the planes will also have to be changed it will take quite some work but perhaps after a bit we can get the wizard up in the air can you begin work at once asked the inventor eagerly tom shook his head i can't stay long enough on this trip he said i promised father i'd be back by tomorrow at the latest but i will come over here again and arrange to stay until i have done all i can do i need to get some of my special tools and then too you will require some other supplies of which i will give you a list i hope you don't mind me speaking in this way mr fenwick as though i know more about it than you do added tom modestly not a bit of it cried the inventor heartily i want the benefit of your advice and experience and i'll do just as you say i hope you can come back soon i'll return the first of the week promised tom and then we'll see what can be done now i'll go over the whole ship once more and see what i need i also want to test the lifting capacity of your gas bag the rest of the day was a busy one for our hero with the aid of mr damon and the owner of the whizzer he went over every point carefully then as it was too late to attempt the return flight to shopton he telegraphed his father and he and mr damon remained overnight with mr fenwick in the morning having written out a list of things that would be needed tom went out to franklin field and repaired his own monoplane it was found that one of the electric wires connected with the motor had broken thus cutting off the spark it was soon repaired and in the presence of a large crowd tom and mr damon started on their return flight do you think you can make the wizard work tom asked mr damon as they were flying high over philadelphia i'm a little dubious about it was the reply but after i make some changes i may have a different opinion the whole affair is too big and clumsy that's the trouble though the electrical part of it is very good shopton was reached without incident in about three hours and there was no necessity this time of volplaning back to earth after a short rest tom began getting together a number of special tools and appliances which he proposed taking back to philadelphia with him the young inventor made another trip to mr fenwick's house the first of the following week he went by train this time as he had to ship his tools and mr damon did not accompany him then with the assistance of the inventor of the wizard and several of his mechanics tom began making the changes on the airship do you think you can make it fly asked mr fenwick anxiously after several days of labor i hope so replied our hero and there was more confidence in his tone than there had been before as the work progressed he began to be more hopeful i'll make a trial flight anyhow in a few days he added then i must send word to mr damon declared mr fenwick he wants to be on hand to see it and if possible go up so he told me all right asserted tom i only hope it does go up he concluded in a low tone end of chapter seven making some changes recording by sean rethmeyer